Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you just say it's time? Stay calm. What am I doing? I am blowing dodge. I'm getting out of town. Whatever you call it, I am running away from my responsibilities. That feels good. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just I find it along the way. Like an improv conversation. <laughs> Improvisation. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 202. 202? 202. Oh my gosh. Of the Vent Lab podcast. Are you going someplace? Right now? Well, you said you were going to get out of Dodge. No, 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 no. I, I mean, the intro said, and the, sometimes like the intro is a precursor to like what we're talking about. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe you have an announcement to make. Um, No, that intro is actually from episode 46. I do recognize that intro. It's a pretty solid one. It's it's probably our most used intro. I, I, listen, I recycle old content all the time. I don't know if people notice well, or not. not all the time, but like specifically when you've been playing Destiny all day and you ran short on time. You don't have to like, listen, we don't have to get into this right now. For any gamers out there, new content dropped. It's exciting. Lots of Easter egg guys. Lots of Easter eggs. all right unfortunately that is all the time that we have uh this is a trick you pull regularly where you act like you're gonna cancel the podcast because i annoyed you one of these times i'm one of these times i'm gonna actually do it okay one of these times i will actually do it. i'm gonna end it and you're not gonna know what to do i'm gonna drive off and you're probably gonna cry on the stairs yeah because i have to clean it up by myself Mm mm-hmm yeah anyway no that that intro was not indicative of anything other than my laziness and my lack of creativity this evening because i'm tired we have a great show for you guys there will be no sleepiness here what? there is lots of energy <clears throat> lots sure. of energy yep lots of energy from you maybe <laughs> i think i could do this whole show with my eyes closed do you think i could do this whole okay, show with go my for eyes it closed? try okay. try okay i just Okay, you know how I have this terrible habit of um, winding the cord around my finger while I'm talking? Yep, so Nathan's asleep. So anyway, I do that, and for those of you watching live on Snitch and YouTube, I just lifted my hand up to adjust my mic, and my hand is all wrapped up in the cord. Hey, Webb, glad you could join us. Sorry I told you that we were going to be later than we actually were. We were only just kind of a little bit late. Nathan's taking a little bit of a nap here. Not sure if I'm turning down the right button or not. Anyway, so do I have a story for you? Oh, is this, is it almost over? Is it over yet? Last Tuesday, I was talking about how I'm like super bothered by trinkets. Like, because, you know, like little statues and stuff around the house. And that led into our whole conversation about um, um, nativity scenes. And how both you and I think nativity oh, scenes yeah, are yeah, kind yeah. of weird. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, <sighs> the decorating around my house is pretty simple. I just don't like to dust a lot. And having little trinkets and statues and stuff means that you have to dress, dust a lot. And I just, I just, I've never, I feel cluttered if I have those things. Well, my husband went and stayed with his parents this week because his dad is starting treatment for his cancer this week. Mm-hmm. And um, his parents, or his mom anyway, loves trinkets. They're all over the house. Well, she was she was getting rid of some stuff. And my husband loves, you know, he likes to hoard things. Yeah. Like, yeah. He'll, he'll accept anything anybody gives him. Sounds like he gets it from his mother. It, yeah, that's accurate. So everything his mom was saying, do you want this? He was like, yeah. So he brought home boxes of stuff. I was gone when he arrived home. Grace and I were out in Weston, Missouri, doing some Christmas shopping. Returned home about an hour after he had gotten home. He had unpacked everything that his mom brought and placed little 
trinkets and stuff all over the house, little decorative plates, um, stuffed bears with sweaters on them. Oh, yeah, those are quality. Dolls. <laughs> quality. Uh, Santa statues, little really? elves, you know, about anything you can think of. Uh, he, he took my, my decorative dog treat container that matches my decor and put it in a container that his mom gave him that did not match my decor. Anyway, he thought it was hilarious. I laughed a little bit as I continued to find things around the house. And then, like, once I knew he was in an okay, like, stable mood, I was like, I just need to be real with you. Did I laugh? Yes. But is this seriously stressing me out? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so I spent three days finding all of these little things that he had placed and hidden in corners and all over the house. And I had a collection box up at the top of the stairs that I was just like putting them all in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, now you're going to have to get rid of them. Now you're going to have to go to the thrift store. But I already have like a whole stack of stuff that needs to go to the thrift store that I've been asking him to take for like a year now. And it's just going to go in the pile of stuff that needs to go to the thrift store. But I found a solution today. Okay. So Zach, my son. This story is actually going somewhere? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Zach, my son, he, he's got a girlfriend, nice. you know, we've, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. He's dating mm-hmm. Kennedy. They're pretty in love. Okay. Um, so he got her mom a Christmas present. Bold. And he just got her like this little bottle of like washroom lush, you know, my favorite store lush. We've talked a lot about that anyway. So he got her a little bottle of something, but he brings this big box into my studio today. And this little bottle of Lush wash. And he's like, hey, can you put something heavy in this box and then wrap this little bottle of shampoo in there so it'll just throw her off so she thinks she's getting something really big? And I was like, oh, I don't really want to wrap it in like this massive box. But then I got a brilliant, brilliant evil idea. All of that stuff my husband brought home, that's going to be the weight in the box. So now his potentially future mother-in-law is going to open up this Christmas present. And in it is going to be the, the gift that he originally intended to give her. But she's going to be so confused about the random decorative plates and Christmas statues and stuff that she's going to be like, she's not going to know how to react It's like when Oscar um, (laughs) got Michael the little doll that he drew on it with like permanent marker and Michael was pretending like it was amazing because (laughs) he didn't know if it was like genuine or not. You know, like she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. So she's going to have to pretend like all of this junk is awesome and she's really thankful for it when it all just needs to go to the thrift store. Isn't that a brilliant idea? I can't. I can't decide. I can't, I can't decide if that's like actually brilliant or if that's more so. I can't decide like where in the brilliant and cruel <laughs> axis that lands. Web says, Rebecca, you better think this through. <laughs> what if What if she is like, Kennedy, that boy's got to go. Did you see what he gave me? He just bought me a Yikes. bunch of thrift store stuff. Well, then we'll know like that, you know, she's she's greedy. Kennedy, because. I knew he was broke, but this boy's broke, broke. This man snuck <laughs> this out his mom's decorations. This boy must have walked around decorations. his grandma's house and just <laughs> grabbed stuff. He's a klepto. klepto. Apparently, he's a klepto. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to do? Are you trying to sabotage the relationship? No. For Christmas? No. You're trying to be like the evil, you know, the evil mother in a Hallmark better, movie? It's better that they find out who we are now than later. You know, give them, give them that last like chicken exit. You know, like when you go to get on a roller coaster, you've waited through the line. You, you've stood in the sunshine for hours. You finally get up there to ride the ride. But then there's that chicken exit. So at the last minute, if you're like, oh, I just can't do this, you can, you can dip. I'm just giving them that option. I'm just showing them where the chicken exit is. You ever seen that movie Chicken Run? Yeah. 
That was a strangely violent movie. It was. It was like Claymation, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh It might be because of that movie that I hate Claymation movies now. I just, I don't know. I I think the only Claymation movies I've seen are with like the Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. And for some reason, it just kind of creeps me out. Yeah, I know. I hate them. Wallace and Gromit, super popular, but I hate them. Stop motion. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of Dude, stop motion either. The, how, how do we have these preferences Are, on things? Oh my gosh. We have something in common. Something like that's movie related, something entertainment related that we have in common. This is weird. Yeah, it's definitely this weird. This is really weird. Anyway, so you're giving, uh, Zach's girlfriend's parents, the chicken. Just, just the mom. Just the mom. Okay. The dad gets no say. Well, my son didn't get him a gift. Oh. Yeah. That's really bold. I just realized a whole new fear because I already realized the fear recently of um, if or when I do have a significant other, I'm going to have to get him gifts. Like Mm -hmm. you can, you can find an out for like your parents and your siblings and your friends, but like your significant other, you kind of have to get them a gift for Christmas. Sure. Um, if we start getting like in-laws gifts, Mm -hmm. I, that's scary. That's worse than getting your significant other a gift. Are you thinking of not getting the parents gifts Rebecca you know me I get as few people gifts as possible I know but I think it's mostly because you've been poor for a really long time like if money wasn't an issue would you get more gifts yes but not be not out of the kindness of my heart (laughs) see see that uh, right now right now Uh I'm using being poor as an excuse to not give gifts Uh uh-huh if I'm not poor, then I don't have an excuse other than being a bitter, angry person. Okay, well, here's the good news. Your wife will likely love spending the money. So she'll probably do most of the, most of the shopping. My husband enjoys giving gifts and going shopping. But if he didn't, I would gladly do it. Yeah? Yeah, I really like it. I hate Really like doing it. I really like thinking through like the gift process and stuff. It's much more fun when you have money to work with. Okay, there was there was most of my life I've been really really poor. Mm-hmm. I've been poor a whole lot longer than I've had money, and by had money meaning like I'm not in debt before the next paycheck. Sure. When my okay, my husband. His job, most places he's worked, they've had like this, let's all get each other a gift thing. White elephant gift? Yeah, you know, where it's just like a $10 gift or a $20 gift. Well, like around Christmas, it seems like there's a whole bunch of Christmas parties to go to. And you need like a $10 or $20 gift to go to everything. Well, And in his position, he had to go to all of these things. We literally could not afford to buy like the $10 gifts to go. And it wasn't like white elephant where you just brought something from, from home. It had to be like a value. So like a $10 Starbucks gift card or something like that. Like you had to bring something that somebody else would want. And I remember the stress and panic every year, not only like, how are we going to get our kids gifts, but how are we going to pay for your work gifts? Dude, it was literally panic, like stress, Every year, I think we actually like sold stuff on Craigslist was what was popular at the time. We sold stuff on Craigslist to get money to be able to pay for his work things. That's why I do that. I or, can't stand. Or if somebody else got us a gift, we'd be like, yes, because then we could re-gift it. Even yeah. if we wanted it, we would just gift it. Because I it was stressful. I it cannot was really stressful. stand Christmas. I love. You can't stand Christmas. I love the season. I love the reason for the season and all of that. But dude, no, because the mentality is that of like, all right, now you're obligated to buy people gifts and like go out, even if it's a white elephant and you don't know who's going to receive the gift. You still have to put forth the money that you could use to, I don't know, buy groceries for your family or whatever, and then come out and who knows. Who knows who's going to get that gift? It could be somebody you don't care about. It could be somebody you've never met. 
And they're going to walk away and be like, oh, yeah, cool. I got this from the white elephant. No idea who gave it to me. I'm telling you, because of the experience that that we had as a young married couple, um, anytime that we are in a position of authority, we will not do something like that where it'll put other people in that situation. I hate it. I hate it with all my heart. This year, so our family, um, we don't do that, but there's enough siblings in my family now or, uh, you know, yeah, people in my family where rather than getting everybody a gift and everybody going bankrupt, um, each person has another person to give a gift for and they just draw names each year. Um, and because there's That's an, a good idea, but what if you're super poor and you still can't buy one person a gift? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. That's the story of my life. But this year, so whenever somebody's like, "Oh, I hope Nathan didn't draw my name," I, dude, I, 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 I always think like, "Dang, I don't. I gotta figure out who has my name so that I can reassure them. Just give me money. I don't care." Whatever gift you idea you have, it, I'm sure it's great, and I'm sure I would find use out of it. But you know what is super useful? Money. Guys, I need a place to live. I just need help paying my rent and gas. But this year, this year, and I have my food. brother-in-law, and the same brother-in-law has me. Oh. And we're both trying to save money. So I'm like, brother, let's just exchange $20 bills and call it a day. <laughs> Whoever goes first in the in the gift opening... Here's a 20. Wow. Thank you so much. And then the next person, wh- where's my gift? Oh, here it is. There's the 20 back. You just got to hope that that he hands you the 21st so that you can wrap it quickly and put it under the tree for him. Honestly, I would be fine if he was like, bro, just wrap your own $20 bill. I, I could just like write yourself an IOU note, like a $20 IOU. To myself? Yeah. Or... To him. You guys can just write each other IOUs. Oh, instead of actually like exchanging $20 yeah. bills, we just exchange the card. Well, I mean, that's an idea too. Why don't we just give each other a piece of paper and call it a day? Webb said cash. The gift card you can use anywhere. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Better than gift cards. Agreed. Somebody suggested Visa cards because that's kind of a gift card that you can use anywhere. But... A lot of times you have to pay extra for a Visa card. Yeah, and you can't deposit it in your account to pay rent. Yeah, not that $20 is going to pay my rent. No, but it'll help. What if a whole bunch of people gave you 20 bucks? That's not how the thing works. I just explained that it's only one person. Oh, well, what if there's other people in your life that give you money? They do. They're called my employers. <sighs> for Rebecca, Christmas. Rebecca. Money for Christmas. If everybody and I'm 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 just gonna be uh, totally honest with you, all right? As I mm-hmm. always am. Mm-hmm. If everybody in my life gave me money for Christmas, I would be grateful. I would also feel incredibly guilty, and like a level of shame because then it's like, oh, everybody recognizes that Nathan is poor. Don't you already feel guilty in a level of shame? Yes. So why don't you feel guilty in a level of shame with money? It's a it's a different level of guilt and a different <laughs> level of shame. I, I, dude, Christmas, I think the reason, one of the reasons I don't like Christmas is because it makes me feel guilty. What, what if you just give a gift from the heart? Now, you know what? Never mind. I'm, I don't know why I just suggested that. <laughs> I was thinking like you can just write like a nice note or you know, do something nice for somebody or something, but I forgot you're using the excuse of you being poor to just not do anything with gifts. I'm sorry. I forgot that you're not looking for a way to gift things. I'm just trying to get through this dumb season. It's a great season. I'm just trying to get through the dumb tradition. It's not a dumb season at all. It's It's a great season, dumb traditions. Dumb, dumb traditions. Whenever you think of Christmas, all Uh you think of is going shopping. Speaking of which, that's what everybody thinks of, and that's why traffic sucks all month. Oh, my gosh. You try driving anywhere. Traffic doo-doo. What else do we have to talk about? Because you are being a total Grinch right now. It's a whole freaking month of being a Grinch. Total Grinch. I had no idea that I was friends with such a Grinch. Yeah, you did. It's not been this bad in the past. Well, I haven't been this poor in the past. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh in the microphone. Speaking of doomsday, did you know that the earth 
<laughs> has a black box that's recording everything that happened. So that's called a transition. If after you've ever seen one. after the fall of mankind, whoever whatever survives can figure out what happened. And it's only going to last like 20 to 30 years. So there's somebody out there that's so confident that this could be the last 20 to 30 years of the Earth's actual existence that they've put money, time, and science into creating this black box. Bro, talk about dummies, right? So, um, indestructible. First off, let me just clarify I am all for the total annihilation of the Earth. Okay. But there's people, there's now a uh, indestructible, I don't know if it's actually built. No, it's it's not quite built yet. Okay. So there's plans to build a giant monolith that um, is just going to be chilling in Tas- Tasmania, Australia. Mm-hmm. And its mission is to record every step we take towards climate catastrophe, providing a record of or for future civilizations to understand what caused our demise. Talk about a bunch of dummies. Listen, it's, I, it's let me even just clarify. Reading, like tweets and news articles and stuff like that. So you'll have actual information like that, that says what happened. Yeah. And, and before anybody like clicks off or whatever, I, I, <laughs> I don't care about, uh, what's the climate, climate, ch- climate change. Mm-hmm. I couldn't care less. I don't care what you believe. I, I, to be honest, I haven't read about it. Because I just think it's irrelevant. I will do my part in taking care of the earth. Let, just let sure. me translate what Nathan just said. I have not done any research on it, read a single word about it, but I will tell you that I do know it is irrelevant. <laughs> I'm a little bit salty because you got me talking about Christmas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forget talking about Christmas makes you angry. I I went from being asleep on this podcast to just being filled with rage. rage. You said the C word and I just see red. Just like these kids at this trampoline park. No, we need to talk about this (laughs) dumb monolith in Australia. Here's, here's, okay, okay. Do you want to know why? Yeah, tell us. Do you want to know why why. I don't care about climate change or climate control or what is going to lead to the demise? Do you want to know why? It's because humans are tiny and there is actually nothing that we can do to destroy the earth. That's my take on it. We have, listen, listen, okay. And, and, and here's, here's what's going to give all the Christians a bad name. All of this, because I'm about to pull the Christian card now. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gave the disclaimer, here's what's going to give the Christians a bad name, and then you're about to say it. I'm, hold I, on, can you think that through? Nope, <laughs> nope. I'm not thinking right now. I'm just, I'm just reacting. Go Don't mute it. my mic. I'm just, I'm just saying just the breaking. entire end of the earth, the earth as we know it, and yes, I said the end of the earth is written out in Revelation. Like, it's like, here's what's going to lead up to that. You know what we haven't seen? Most of that stuff. And that's why I hate it whenever, like, Christians come out and they're like, oh, the freaking Barack Obama is probably going to be the Antichrist or uh, Donald Trump's going to be the Antichrist or whatever. Like, bro. There's so many I check marks mean, that we have to hit before that. We have hit a lot of check marks. Though. But not all of them. No, not all of them. So obviously. by implying that we're just gonna skip those check marks, you're implying that the Bible was wrong. And therefore, if the Bible is wrong, then your entire then your entire <laughs> religion is useless. Oh my gosh. So let's just not Do get ahead have, of ourselves. Hold on, hold on. Do we have something happy we can talk about that you enjoy? You were going to tell us a story earlier. Nathan, you want to oh tell us gosh. a story? Bro, my head itches. You, you ever get so heated that your head no, itches? No. Do you want to tell us a story about, like, you were telling me earlier, like, you have stuff that you would like to share during the podcast today. Is it good stuff? <sighs> yeah, so I think, um, I think I received a message from my future spouse oh recently oh pretty big no that is really big news pretty big that might take care of your christmas problem yeah yeah maybe so as you know 
I have been streaming on Twitch semi-regularly. Mm-hmm. All right. And by semi-regularly, I mean whenever I feel like it. This past Sunday, I was streaming. And I don't have a lot of viewers by any means, but occasionally some random people stop by and they Mm -hmm. chat and I chat back. You know, it's a good time. Well, this person comes by and they're talking, hey, what's up? And they're asking like friggin' like dumb questions, like elementary questions. Stuff like, what's your favorite word? What is your favorite word? I don't know. I haven't thought about that since I was like eight years old. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I think I, I told him gnarly. I thought I said gnarly is a pretty underused word. Okay. And I like it. It can be used for a lot of things. Then they're asking stuff like, what's your least favorite word? What so is I, your least favorite word? I said, I haven't even thought about that. Mine is pasta. I, I was thinking of, I, I didn't want to say the word that's my least favorite word because then I would gag because it's my least favorite word. Placenta? <laughs> I have two least favorite words. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to like say that. In fact, I didn't even want to think about that. Uh. So I was like, you know, what? it's probably some like curse word or something. Mm. I don't know. And they're like some curse word. Why don't you just say it? I was like, cause I don't curse. And they're like, please curse. I was like, no, I'm not going to, not going to say a cuss word. And they're like, come on, dude, just say a cuss word. And I'm like, are you seven? Like what is going on here? I'm not like some homeschooler that's going into like a public school for the first time. Like, I, no, I've faced this level of peer pressure my whole life. You think you're going to be the one random person in the comments to pressure me into saying a cuss word? No, I, I don't. And then I go, okay, why? And then, so this whole conversation is going on. I'm like, this is kind of annoying, but you never know who's going to pop into your chat. And I'm just assuming that this is some bored nine-year-old, mm-hmm. whatever. So eventually they leave. They didn't even follow me, which, okay, thanks for wasting my time. (laughs) But today I opened up my Twitch and I noticed I had a DM, a a private message. Oh. And and by the way, this person never gave me any indication of their gender. And now that I think about it, they still haven't. I assumed it was a girl (laughs) because they popped into my DMs and they said, uh, hey, but for real, though, you should give me your snap. I think you're kind of cute. And I was like, I'm flattered, but what the heck? And then you told them you don't have a snap? No, I haven't replied yet. They sent that message to me on like Sunday and today is Tuesday. So I was like, ah, I kind of missed my shot. I'll just ignore it forever. Do you need me to do some investigating? There is probably nothing you could find on that person. But sure, after the podcast, I'll pull it up and you can. I'll give them my snap. I. You know, like, like when a girl's at a party and a guy asks for a number, you give them a decoy number, which is usually like your brother's number or a guy friend's number. You know, or to a radio station or yeah, to a radio station. So you can give um, these people that slip into your DMs mm-hmm. my snap and I'll filter out the bad ones. They're going to be like, bro, did you give me your mom's Snapchat? Okay. Okay. Like what? No, but anyways, I was very flattered uh, and I haven't replied, but I thought that is definitely a first. I mean, Listen, guys, you know how it is in college, right? You're getting private messages all the time. You meet a girl for the first time and suddenly she's like, let's be friends on Facebook, all that stuff. We've all been there. All right. So I've faced that, but I'm 25 now. I'm basically a grandpa minus the kids and their kids, you know? And the spouse. I'm of retirement age. You don't have to have a spouse to be a grandpa. No, but it helps. I'm I'm like of a retirement age, you know. I'm I, I'm not even expecting DMs, let alone from presumably not. It's amazing you know what a DM is. I I only do because I went to college with some people who were younger than me, and they 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 shared it with me. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. So, and who knows? Maybe it was some nine year old. Either way, I'm not giving them my snap because I don't have a Snapchat. 
I love how you say this was your future spouse when you're not sure of the gender or age. Uh, Rebecca, it's called a tease. You got to get, you got to, you got to grasp their, their attention. All right. You got to snatch it up. But how cool would it be if they, it was some like actual real life attractive? I mean, 25 year old lady. It's pretty amazing the way my son met his girlfriend that he has right now. True. That's true. That was like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty great story. You can check it out in our podcast um, that we recorded back in August, maybe. Yeah, gosh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember what episode I would that love was. to direct you back to that podcast, but um, I don't know. Hey, we should call him and see how they're doing. Is he with her right now? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, this is, this is kind of a... Just the last minute decision here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even sure how, how he'll respond to this phone call. But anyway, but, so but if, we can give it a try. If anybody asks, um, oh, maybe it was our relationship goals episode, episode 179, maybe. Hello? Hey, you're on the air. What? Hey, you're oh. on the air. Okay. Oh, I'm on the air. Okay. Okay. So we, we haven't done um, a relationship check in for a while. And we were just talking um. about how cool your and Kennedy's story was. Yeah. Um, can you, can you give everybody just a real quick brief overview, like how you guys met? Oh, okay. A uh, uh, brief overview. Okay, as brief as hard. you can. As brief as possible. Okay. So we met at a 14 and country concert. And what's crazy is I wasn't even supposed to go to the concert. Um, and you guys were actually offering the tickets and I said, I didn't want them because I was going to be somewhere else. I was actually going to be in St. Louis on that day. And you guys tried to give them away, and no one took them. No one. Somehow, no one took them. And anyway, I ended up finding out I'm not going to St. Louis last minute, and my mom still has the tickets. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'll go. And then <laughs> before I go, I dress all trashy-like, and I'm like, it's okay. I'm not going to make the love of my life at all tonight. I'm just <laughs> going for a concert. Whatever. I woke up from a nap. I feel like crud. Whatever. I get there, and that ends up happening. Well, and so, hold on, you missed a detail there. A rainstorm hits. Uh, oh, yes, a rainstorm did hit. wasn't supposed to hit at all. It came out of nowhere. It ended up forcing me and my family under a balcony as well as Kennedy. Well, an overhang that was by the hot dogs because specifically you wanted a hot dog and we had to find yeah. the hot dog stand. So that's where we ducked for yeah. cover from the rain. In the hot dog, yeah. And I come walking down with half a hot dog in my mouth. And there is the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. She's there with and you right now. Isn't hold on, she? she's in the car, right? Like, you have to. Oh no, I don't have to say that. I, I that's how that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting you know. That's, that's just how I feel all personally. Right, all right, buddy. <laughs> and so, anyway, her and her mom are there, and so what's cool is my family and half of her family basically got to meet right at the start and that was basically what said it and we had some really good conversation and afterwards I didn't even get to get her number or anything after that conversation we went and sat down and after I left I was like wow I really feel like that wasn't by accident I need to do something about this and I'm not that like I'm spontaneous but like not like that and I'm like it's okay like I, I don't really need to at all and anyway afterwards I was like man like you know, we like we were under that balcony for an hour and it was so nice to talk to her and her family. And I was like, I got to go find her again. And we ended up finding her during the middle of the concert, sitting a couple rows in front of us. And, um, after the concert ended, I'm like, oh, I want to go get her number. I was like, you and gotta go, you gotta go fast. And I you're like, go. I can't do like, it. I can't do I it. Can't, can't do it. I'm scared. And, uh, anyway, I'm scared. And, oh my gosh, Nathan is like, you won't do it. And I was like, oh, hold on. And I got up and I ran all the way up, right up to her, Pepsi in hand, having no clue what I'm about to do. And I'm like, I, her mom sees me and her mom's like, hey, like, how are you? And I was like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. And like, awkward pause for like two seconds. And then I'm like, turn to Kennedy and I'm like, hey, can I get your form of any form of your social media? And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, 
yeah. And so she's like, I'll give you my Instagram. I'm like, okay. Well, the internet wasn't working. So I went to take a picture of her Instagram. And prior, my mother had sent me <laughs> a picture of Kennedy off of her mom's new Facebook friend, or my mom's new Facebook friend, her mom. Because I and became I her friend on Facebook my- right away because I knew this connection needed to happen. Bro, imagine exactly. dating your mom's friend's daughter. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, um, we... Uh, Wait, you went to go take a screenshot and that... Yeah, I went to go take a picture of her screen to see her what her Instagram handle was and it and the picture of her was on your was phone on my phone <laughs> and it comes up for a split second before I take a picture and I'm like oh my gosh that's the most embarrassing thing ever she probably thinks I'm a weirdo I have a picture of her in my phone already and I'm like oh it was so scary and um I don't think she noticed at all thankfully she knows now but then she didn't. I ended up uh, adding her on Instagram, and that night she added me back, and it was like the best feeling in the world. And the rest is and, history. And that the uh, rest is history. It's, it's been going great ever since. Is Kennedy so, there with you? She is with me right here. Can yeah. I talk to her real quick? You can talk to her. Hello. Hey, Kennedy. Okay, can you give us a relationship update? We haven't talked to you guys for a while. How, how's the relationship going? It's going as good as ever. Um, We just um, attended a church event that we had never been to before. Um, We we just were on the best terms. It's it's going amazing. Have you already gone shopping for his Christmas present? Oh, I already have a few things that are on the way. (laughs) Hopefully they're not sitting on a ship out and like off the coast or anything anywhere. Yeah, hopefully they get here on time. I saw what Zacchaeus got for your mom, and it's amazing. She is going to love it. Was I supposed to tell her? I'm not sure if I was supposed to tell Kennedy that you got her gift for her mom. No, I, she was with me when I got it. Okay, okay, okay. Hope you good. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Nathan, any more questions about the relationship? No, you know what? That was all my questions. That was all of them, so. <laughs> all right, anything else you guys think we need to know? Um, Any announcements you want to make or? Oh. Oh, I have another call coming in. No, they just hung up. They just <laughs> <Uh-oh>. hung up. <laughs> what, annou- what announcement is that? Uh, okay. Oh, my god! Any announcements? Oh, yeah, there was that, the one with the, and we, I'm sorry, break, up, I, anyway, so they're doing good. Yeah, man, you know, that thing Kennedy said about having a few gifts on the way, mm-hmm. I'm just not ready. To I'm, buy gifts. I'm just not you know ready to be in a relationship. I'm not going to even let you go there, I, Nathan. Dude. You know what's really I might, cool? I might. You don't. What if. Hold on. Shh, listen. I'm what scared. if I find somebody. What if I find somebody. No, this is good. What if I find somebody who also has a disdain for gifts? You and probably then, will. And then get this. Get this. All right. Instead of stressing out about getting everybody gifts for Christmas, every single year for Christmas, we gift ourselves less anxiety by Getting out of Dodge. That's amazing. I'm so excited for you. I bet that's exactly what's going to happen. I can't wait to see it happen. Why do you look panicked right now? I'm trying to keep encouraging you because you got real heated earlier when you were talking about gifts. Rebecca, I've never been heated about gifts. I'd have to be passionate about them to get heated. And of all the things that deserves my passion, gifts are not one of them. It's the worst part of the entire season. We have a season based around gifts. Wrong. But that's what it is about now. Got in a huge fight at the funnest place ever. That's not true. The most fun place ever to get in a fight. This was not Chuck E. Cheese. No, because that's not the most fun place ever to get in a fight. Do you know where the most fun place ever would be to get in a fight? Get in a fight? Yeah. Um, Fight Club or with do we a lot not of other people? 
Nope. Okay. Uh, other than a trampoline park. Oh yeah, you could Jackie Chan on people or Bruce yes. Lee, whatever your preference. Could is. you imagine? Maybe like, Chuck Norris roundhouse kick somebody. I mean, getting in a fight like in a dark alley, not fun. You know, all hard surfaces. Sure, sure. Nothing to really jump off of unless you can like scale the trash can real quick. Or if quick you were Spider Man or doing parkour. Sure. You know, but for for those of us who aren't that experienced in fights, the, the dark alley does nothing for you. School hallway, still lots of hard surfaces. It's gonna hurt lot a lot more. A lot more than it would if you got in a fight at a trampoline park. I mean, you could you could like actually appear to have some major skills if you're fighting at a trampoline park lots of soft places to land yeah like this fight could go on all day in fact i think i want to like pretend fight at a trampoline park dude have you never pretend fought on a trampoline no no that was my entire childhood playing like power rangers and stuff we just do flips and stuff like we always played a game called um break the egg where one person like curled up in the middle and you had to hold your legs together. Yeah, I think we called that drop the egg. Okay. And then everybody else jumps around you violently and mm-hmm. trying to get you to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. You ever play, uh, 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 what's the one? Uh, Marco Polo? In the water? No, on the trampoline. It's really scary. I broke my finger one time doing it. How do you play? Oh, like just, yeah, I have to just you, keep you have your eyes to, closed and walk around the trampoline. Yeah, you have to feel because whenever you're on the trampoline, you know, and you're standing, then that kind of like, all goes in. So you feel as Marco with your hands where the trampoline is like leaning into. And then nobody can move without you like feeling where they're moving. And so it's very, it's very high octane, aggressive uh, sport. Mm -hmm. So let's get back to this massive fight at a sky zone. Yeah. uh, According to the County Sheriff's deputies, the melee involved about 200 kids. Now this does preface and say mostly teenagers it paints a different picture yeah this this was no like nine-year-olds like fighting you know and it's like oh where are your parents these were these were teenagers still where are your parents but they're teenagers and still so cool like good choice kids if you're gonna choose a place to fight i mean pro move right there True. I hadn't even considered it. Well, and it did eventually move into the parking lot, which I feel like was a really bad move. Because they were forced there. uh, Which I think was a bad move. I mean, they could have just locked them in like the basketball area, you know? You know what they should have done? They should have, yeah, locked them in the basketball. Actually, yeah. And just had them brawl it out there. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, if they're going to brawl it out, the basketball area is safer than the parking lot. Honestly, I'm not, I'm, I'm surprised there's not more fights that happen in trampoline parks. This may inspire more people to have fights at trampoline parks. Here's the thing about trampoline parks is in trampolines in general, accidents are prone to happen. I mean, everybody's jumping wildly. You don't have control while you're in the air. Odds are at some point you're either going to fling your arm, hit somebody, fling your leg, kick somebody or fling your body and land on somebody. And depending on how they're feeling about that situation, that could lead to a fight right there it blows my mind that there's not more fights that happen at trampoline parks and if you ask me i think we should make that a regular thing think about the power behind a superman punch when you're doing it on a trampoline yeah no everything is better on trampoline. everything is better at this point we might as well put on the sparring gear on every single person that's going to the trampoline park and just let them fight. Just assume that that a big fight is going to break out. Yeah, dude. You know, let's just call this fight club. You know, fight club. Maybe that's why they didn't talk about fight club. Because it was actually because a, it trampoline was a trampoline park. park and and they, they didn't want to ruin it for everybody. Right. They were like, we only want, we don't want this to get out. This that's is true. our thing. Yeah. Stingy. In that case, we should talk about Fight Club. I think for our patrons, we should rent out a trampoline park. Okay. And have a big fight in the trampoline park. Just the the patrons and us. Like I'm, I'm down with it. Just a good old, just a good old fun fight. Playing off of last week, why don't we bring in some pillows too? 
have a big old trampoline <gasps> pillow fight. Yeah. Now you're thinking. I would hit the legs out from underneath you so quickly. Are you talking specifically to me or are you yes. saying that in general? No, because you. You've done that before. I know, And I would do it again. I have no doubts. But it would hurt less if I was on a trampoline. Unless you landed on your neck, which would still hurt less than landing on your neck on the ground. But the <sighs> odds of you landing on your neck on a trampoline are a lot higher. Yeah. Have you ever landed on like your head or your neck so oddly that you were sure that you just broke your neck or something like you thought this is it i'm not going to survive this not my neck i've i've always been terrified of breaking my neck mm -hmm. um i would have done a lot more backflips in my life if i wasn't so terrified of breaking my neck i have landed on my back several times and thought ooh, that that could have broken that could have broken it but i also have scoliosis and so i just always assume that things hurt my back worse and that's what i always assume is like oh that hurt because i have scoliosis not oh that hurt because i tried to do a front flip on the ground with no run up and never having done it before in the middle yeah. of summer where the ground is dried up mm -hmm. there's a video of that on facebook somewhere i'll find it i'm sure you will uh-huh yeah Probably not good quality. I'm but. surprised humans have lived as long as, like, I'm surprised more humans don't make it because our, our necks are pretty fragile. And, like, I've I've had some bad falls where I thought, nope, this is it. I'm not going to survive this one. And we're apparently a lot more bendable than I thought we were. But yeah, I've had some close calls. Imagine if our bones stayed as flimsy as they did whenever we were babies. Oh, that'd be nice. Would it? Imagine trying to go to the gym with flimsy, flimsy bones. People would be breaking arms everywhere. I don't know. They're more flimsy. They could, they have a lot more give. Like you could jump off surfaces and stuff and last longer. Hmm. Hmm. I think my son broke his leg on a trampoline, like really bad. Like not like he just fell off, but like some kids, some kids were being mean and they pushed him and his foot got caught in the springs. Yeah. And he turned to try to like catch himself with his hands, but his legs stayed the same direction as when he was falling. So he twisted his leg and then snapped it in half. Yeah, that, that's a getter. And then um, he fell in an ant hill. And so he was being attacked by ants while he was laying on the ground. And one of the other kids that pushed him was like, you're fine, get up, and took his like water gun and started beating my son's leg with the water gun. And then the mom in the house was like, you're okay, you're okay. And she brought out a cane for him and tried to get him to get up and start walking. And my daughter Grace was there and she's like, called us screaming and was like, Zeki has broke his leg. And we got there and he's like laying in the backyard and like, he can handle a lot of pain. Like this kid has handled a lot of pain. The look on his face was like, you knew he was in immense pain. And I carried him to the car with his leg flopping. Like I tried to support it, but I, I just didn't know how bad it was at the time. He was like, I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. Like he was in so much pain. Anyway, it was a spiral break, like twisted all the way up his leg. He had a cast up to his hip for like six months. He recovered. Oh, did he? Mm -hmm. Oh, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, that was terrifying. That was that was gruesome. That, that was, was in like eighth grade. That happened. I I haven't ever. Hold on, I have to think about this because I thought Wait, I broke no, a bone. Wait, no, that was in seventh grade. Sorry. I thought I broke a bone, but I don't think I did. Wait, I, you don't? You didn't ever? Oh, like, you know officially what? Officially break a bone? I've never officially broke a bone. Earlier, I said I broke my finger playing Marco Polo, but that was more of like a uh uh, whenever you jam it so bad it like fractures. That was like one of those things you just get like the metal little brace thing yeah. and call it a day that was one of those deals and i actually did that like twice as a kid at some point had like a metal brace on some uh finger but i did one time have a fat kid fall on me playing soccer and i hyper extended my wrist which the doctor said is sometimes more painful than an actual break so how do you hyper extend a wrist uh, you have a fat kid fall on you kid was pretty big and i think there's another kid behind him mm -hmm. but i'll tell you what though that's what they say to make you feel better because you're like disappointed that you cried so much and then you find out it wasn't a break and they're like you know what even though it's not breaking broken 
sometimes sprains hurt worse. I, I'll tell you what, I did not yeah, cry. Man. In fact, it was one of those things like three days later, it's like purple and swollen. And I'm like, yeah, I should probably get this checked out. But later that soccer season, I had uh, like a cast looking thing and it looked pretty cool. And all the girls on my soccer team were like, oh my gosh, what happened? And I was surrounded by all the chicks and you know, that was pretty much the peak of my life at 14. <laughs> um, it's been all downhill from there. Yeah, now I get random uh, people on Twitch calling me cute, which one, is fine. One random person. You said random people, and I want to make well, that clear. Okay, it was no. one random person. Only one of them was brave enough to DM me. There's probably been probably. dozens. Probably been dozens. You're probably right. That have just sat there and watched the stream like... Just too afraid. You know, yeah. Too afraid to say anything. Wow, he's so handsome. That mustache is so manly. Mm-hmm. Look at those luscious curly locks upon his head. Mm-hmm. Mm, look at those dark framed glasses. <laughs> what are they hiding behind those clear frames? <laughs> Hazel eyes, but what lies deeper? Lots of anger. <laughs> Lots of anger over the current season. <laughs> you know what sucks is like i don't mind oh no. christmas season oh no all right <laughs> I, I don't mind it i just hate the anxiety and the guilt and like the mandatory <sighs> feeling that gifts bring i don't i don't want to buy anybody gifts i don't want to receive any gifts if you want to give me a gift i'll tell you right now to everybody listening if you ever want to give nathan reese a gift here's what you do don't give it to me during Christmas time. Give it to me literally any other time. Three hours later. Uh, it wasn't loud enough. That's so unfortunate, Rebecca. Um, no, but the, the, the idea behind a gift is to imply, to let somebody know that you've been thinking about them. You were out shopping or whatever. You saw that. Wow. That reminded me of Rebecca. I'll grab that for her. Or you know what? I saw this on Amazon. I think Rebecca would relate. I'm just going to grab it for her or whatever. Or I noticed Rebecca didn't have this accessory in her car or whatever. I'm going to grab that for her. Or she mentioned the other day that she really wants some, one of these. You've I'm going to grab really that for her. You've been really thinking a lot about the gifts you want to get me, Nathan. You know what you're going to get from me? Tiddly, nothing. diddly, nothing. You know who everybody else is going to get from me? Tiddly, diddly, nothing. And if you guys want to save your money, by all means, don't let me be the only one. You save your money too. That's my Christmas gift to you. Does it bother you that there's a Christmas tree like just glowing behind you with joy? You know what? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with Christmas decorations. I'm fine with Christmas trees. I'll even go as far as to say, I don't really care when you put up your Christmas tree. Just don't like, you know. Just don't put one up in your house. <sighs> Actually, I had, I was thinking today, does Nathan have a Christmas tree? Um, I have been offered two Christmas trees so far. And you've denied mm, them both. Maybe three. Did you offer me one no. as well? Okay. Yeah. I've just been offered two. So no, I live in an apartment and I've thought about putting up a Christmas tree. I keep saying, oh, I'll run it by my roommate, but that's kind of just my out. I'm going to text Grant. He's probably asleep right now. Um, Yeah, he is asleep right now. <sighs> Christmas, you know. It's the season of giving. It's the season of savings. Oh, that dude. I, I'll tell you what, though. You know what my favorite part about the, the, the commercial holiday is? Is all of the savings. But you know what I actually hate now? Is all of the quote unquote savings. Christmas, or, or more specifically, like the holiday season, the shopping season has gone from... Let's actually just bring down everybody's prices like 30 to 50%. And wow, you can suddenly get these things that you couldn't get before. You've been waiting all year to be able to afford this. And you finally saved up enough money to afford it at market value. And then they bring it down. And now you can buy it and save money. Whoa. And now it's like, let's mark it up $20. Bring it down $20 and call it a day. You go online and they're like... Over a hundred dollars of savings, and you click on the link, and it's like over one hundred dollars of savings if you buy every single thing on the page. I had that happen to me today. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you talking to me? I, dude. Okay, so I took off work this Friday and Monday. This is Christmas shopping weekend, 
So what my husband and I do a couple weeks before Christmas is we take a couple days off work so that we can just get all of our Christmas shopping done in one weekend. And we have so much fun. Like we save all of our money for Christmas during that time. And we go out and we have lunches together. We go Christmas shopping. We get hot chocolate. Like we make a whole like weekend day out of it. I will have to stop briefly on Saturday because we have Life 88.5 Family Game Night, sponsored by Northland Sonic Drive-Ins. Uh, 7 to 9 p.m. every Saturday. We're playing Taboo. Also, it's going really well. And we had, like the last couple weeks, we've had so many callers calling in to yeah, play games awesome. with us. And we're having a ton of fun. Hashtag so blessed. You should join us from 7 to 9, Saturday evenings. Anyway, what like are we talking about? 88.5. You uh, you take off a weekend mm -hmm. to shop and it's not Black Friday, Cyber no. Monday weekend? so this Friday and Monday I took off work, so I have like four-day weekend to go shopping. Can I ask you something? Mm -hmm. Why don't you take off Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend? Um, Because too many people are taking that time off. It's not worth the savings. Of, well, yeah, I mean, it's worth the savings if you have little ones. You know, but you, not so much for the older ones. And Black Friday's kind of become a sham where, like, you can actually get deals all through the Christmas season. You just got to know what you're looking for and when the prices are actually good. It's true. You know who I blame for that? Hmm. It's not big corporations, if that's where you were thinking. Mm -mm, I wasn't. blame idiot consumers. Here, because Black Friday used to be this huge thing, you it know, was a it lot was of like fun. if you want all the savings, you have to go shopping at Black Friday. But we used to bring walkie talkies and yeah, everything, and we you had we coordinated the efforts. I brought my mom because I love her, also because she had a um, handicap sticker on her car, and we could get better parking and get in and out of the stores quicker. Yeah, dude, it was a whole thing. You had to strategize. You had to get there in time to actually grab the goods before they sold out and you actually got good deals. Mm -hmm. People started trampling other humans. They got a little crazy, a little overzealous, a little, uh, I don't know, selfish. And people suffered because of it. People literally died. And so big corporations were like, you know what? All right, fine. You guys are going to trample over each other like some wild boars. Let's just go ahead. Let's leave the doors open. Let's call it a day. No more Black Friday. It's like the whole the friggin' we might as well just call it Black December because it's a whole month of just darkness <laughs> because of all the gifts and everything going on and even the sales because they stretch it out. Sad music to play every time you start talking about Christmas. How about this? This would be sad enough. <laughs> all the all the all the sales they're not as good because they have to stretch them out and just it's all because people just trampled each other, you know. Mm -hmm. There's so much to hate and so little time. I don't know why whoever decided that Christmas was going to be a thing. I don't know why they decided to condense all of the hate into like a single season. You know, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you like make Christmas last longer so that I can like pace myself with my disdain? Can I tell you what makes me sad about Christmas this year? Uh, is it, is it actually going to be sad? Yeah. Do you, do you, do you want to end on a sad note? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the last couple years we decided like, we don't want to give gifts so much for Christmas. Like we'll get a couple small gifts for our kids, but we decided we wanted to do like experiences, like go on trips and stuff. Mm -hmm. So instead of spending all of our Christmas money on things, we spend it on experiences and then we spend like all Christmas after Christmas talking about this experience we're going to have. And then after that experience, we talk the rest of the year about how awesome it was and excited for what's coming the next year. And this year I won't be able to do that. Why? Because we've got a lot of stuff happening and we won't be able to like actually plan when we're going to go on a vacation because... There's some health concerns happening in our family. So you're just going to give them like an IOU? We're just going to give them a gift and then say... Like a $20 bill maybe? No, just a gift. And then we're going to be like, but maybe we'll be able to plan another vacation again soon. Hmm. But if you, can, if you can go that route and just do experiences over gifts, man, my kids loved that change. Like at first they were like, so no gifts 
But after they started having the, the vacation experiences, man, that was that did it for us. We love that. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'd be for that. Mm-hmm. There's a gift Nathan actually would enjoy. Yep, as long as I don't have to buy it for you. And as long as you don't expect <laughs> anything in return. Just your presence, Nathan. I'd hate that. I don't want to bring any presents. No, you're... I've just, literally you're been busy. harping on that for the you're, last hour. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I know what you mean. <sighs> Guys, thank you so much for uh, listening. Sorry about Rebecca's rants the whole time. <sighs> I, uh, we'll talk after the podcast. and We'll let you guys know when the trampoline fight is going to be. Mm. Yep, 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 yep. So you can go ahead and... The trampoline pillow fight. Get all that taken care of. But until then... We'll see you later. My name is Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.